Hello, welcome to the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. Woohoo! We're back. Ooh, we're back. It's been a while. Hopefully, y'all are doing all right out there. Yep. Yeah, thank goodness. And I guess we should just uh, reintroduce ourselves then. <laughs> uh, I'm Will. I am a social media coordinator. I'm Chris. I am a merchandising coordinator. I am Quinn. I'm also a merchandising coordinator, and our comrade missing in action is Thomas, who is the merchandising manager, and he is just busy, 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 busy. Oh, yeah. So, We've got a yeah. lot of uh, irons in the fire here at Right Stuff that we're excited to give you more info on, but that will come in time. Yep. Come let's, in time. Let's get caught up with how things have been, though. Yeah. Uh. As you can tell, it's been a while since we've done this podcast episode, so uh-huh. I'm sure we've all watched a lot of anime and looking forward to a lot of anime since the fall anime season just started last week. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's there's too much now. I'm like, wait, wait, where where are the shows? What shows? I, I didn't even know stuff was happening this season. <laughs> I know. I was like, I didn't realize how much I was excited looking forward to <clears throat> this season until like, I actually started looking at a list. And I'm like, oh, oh, there's that, there's that. And now I've got, like, what, like, eight or seven? Seven anime I wanted to, like, check out? <laughs> I know, right? Are you going to make it through all of them at the same time throughout the whole season? That is the question. Ooh, I don't know. I'm I'm usually a binger who likes... I like to watch, like, the first couple episodes to see if it's my thing. Uh-huh. And then I like to, like, take a rest, see how people... I see how getting feedback from people who are, <laughs> who are actually watching it mm-hmm. to make sure it's worth it. And if it's, like, getting close to the end... And mm. I think it'd be worth to watch. I, I binge as much as I can. That's a good strategy. Me, I like doing it the old-fashioned way, like being able to have a week to process everything you see in each episode. Like, uh, I'm a big Star Trek guy, and CBS All Access, the way they do their Star Trek shows, instead of putting it all out at once, they release an episode each week, and it's nice to be like, oh yeah, that's what I like about this episode. I can talk to my friends about it instead mm-hmm. of be like, oh, let's go to episode two, and you get to actually judge it piece by piece instead of just as one big blob and stuff blurs together. So I kind of appreciate that. And also that way, you know, if uh, it turns out that there's a show that I watched the first two episodes of and it's just not my thing, and be like, all right, you go over there. I'm going to spend my time watching something I enjoy. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep. I'm a combo of the two. I like to, like, save all my streaming shows during the week and watch them as Saturday morning cartoons. Because I'm from that era, I need my Saturday morning fix. Oh, yeah. And then I always have one show that I'm binging that's concluded from a different season or an older show. Mm-hmm. I know over the summer, I've actually been usually spending most of my time going through some of my backlog. Uh, yeah. And I, so I finally got to watching Stars Online, if either of you have watched the show. Watch yes. the first episode or two. Yes, yeah. I did watch that one. I it's, had to think. I was thinking the soft tennis club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. not an idol show. Yeah, it's not an idol show, <laughs> and I really don't think it's really about soft tennis. No, either. no, it's not. <laughs> it's about terrible parenting. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like these all, kids. all the boys on the tennis team have like these like terrible family home situations. Uh huh. But like, it really makes you feel for them, which is really nice. Yeah, and I think the soft tennis club too provides them with like support from each other. Like mm-hmm. once they get over their own hurdles with their own friendships, they're they're actually being very supportive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That that show gets brutal. Yeah, really brutal. <laughs> Not even like you know, like we hit you if you. It's like more mental. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's good, but it's, oh my oh gosh, yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, but yeah. I oh man, have you? I was over the summer. I started. To, I decided to check out uh, Decadence or Apart Ranman. Have you either you guys? I haven't watched uh, that. I watched the first few episodes of Decadence, but I I got distracted by other things. Yeah, 
Uh, not to get into too much spoilers, but what did you think of the second episode where they were like, so this is decadence? Uh, it was like, is it is this an online game? Is this <laughs> what's going on here? Are they are they like running around in reality and half the population doesn't know they're part of a game? It's it's odd. Yeah, yeah, but I if you like watch more episodes, it really like explains a oh, lot. Oh yeah, yeah, it really explains a lot, and I think it it actually does the show a good favor. I think it really helps make it stand out from the pack, and it really mm-hmm. likes is able to talk about things like achieving your dreams, mm-hmm. or like even like <laughs> even the concept of free will. Yeah, even, yeah. Even like those heady things, but it's all done in like a very like summer blockbuster uh, mm-hmm. package, mm-hmm. which as uh, which as a person is usually a movie theater goer, it's like it's a it's a nice it's a nice way to enjoy the summer that way. Yeah, it had some nice battle cool. scenes on that too. Yeah, yeah, in that giant mobile fortress. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, we could, we could morph it into a giant fist to punch <laughs> monsters. Yes. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Chris is now like, I have to check this out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've just been working through older stuff in my backlog. Like, uh, one of the nice things between the uh, the birthday sale and a lot of our new releases, I've had a lot of new Gundam stuff to catch up on. So, I finished Gundam X. I watched Gundam NT. I picked up the. Uh, Original and Zeta movie adaptations during the birthday sale, so that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, also been dipping in some other not as old stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, I just started back in on Last Exile. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites of all time. One of Gonzo's first series. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first ones also to incorporate a lot of CG. Mm-hmm. But the style is so good. Ronge Murata was the uh, d- concept designer on that one. His design for the ships just have this awesome sort of like 50s hot rod cool to them. Yeah, and a bit of steampunk. Too. Yeah, very much. It's just like so cool conceptually. It's hard to describe. It's like what if Miyazaki made a weird sci-fi steampunk, <laughs> almost. But it's really fun. And then another one, guilty pleasure of mine. Persona Five uh, has the English dub now, mm-hmm. featuring the cast from the video game. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that again because I watched the sub version. But this one, like since I played the game with the dub, it's just like. Oh man, all my cool friends are back. Ryuji's being an idiot over there. <laughs> uh, Morgana's being rude to On. Just like, oh man, this is so great. I'm glad to have them back in. So Morgana's glomping on On, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, he he does that. Oh, Morgana. <laughs> I never played Persona 5, so it's like... Well, you I'll, need to get the addiction. That's I'll, 100 hours of your time. You'll yep. never get back. I'll get Royale at some point and spend, <laughs> like, 200 hours of my time. <laughs> considering how much content, apparently, Royale has. Yeah, especially since I didn't unlock the new stuff when I finished my playthrough this time around by accident. Uh, <laughs> there are things you need to know going in. <laughs> <laughs> or you just, happen chance, unlock everything that you need and make Chris cry. Because I didn't know about those things, but I have to yeah. everything. Yeah, that was smooth. <laughs> Congratulations to you. <laughs> oh, Yeah, I, I've been watching here and there, and I've lost track of what I've all watched. Um, I most recently finished up The Misfit of Demon King Academy, which aired last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just a guy with way too much power <laughs> who's just kind of suave about it. Like, he's not trying to show off. He's He's just like... This is what I got, guys. Why are you complaining? Shut up. Boom. But <laughs> it's like, and I, I think um, the main guy is the equivalent of what Rumoru is on uh, Reincarnated as a Slime, where 
he can just do what he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, yo. And I like the twist where it, the demons are probably more uh, human in their uh, emotional set than what the actual humans are. Which, I mean, I'll, I'll say it was a fun watch, but I, I don't know if it's uh, like a top fave or anything. Yeah, right. It was just fun. Um, I, I watched up to the latest episode of Fruits Basket. The remake is just gorgeous. I want the soundtrack so bad. That is that is a beautiful show. And they've gotten into the material that never got aired in the first Ooh. one. So they're, they're uh, revealing things that, as a manga reader, you're going to know, but it, as just an anime watcher, you're not going to have that content available with the first season because they wrapped it way earlier. So you've met new characters. Uh, Yuki's coming out of his shell and, and uh, on his own. Uh, the anime is doing a much better job than what I felt the manga did in pairing Haru. Haru. There's too many characters. I think that's the main girl. <laughs> I, I think I messed up her oh, name. Oh, wait. The main girl? Toru? Toru, thank you. I'm like, that was not right. Yeah, Toru. So it, it's doing a better job pairing her with, you know, Yuki or Kyo. And I'm not going to spoil that for people that don't know. But you totally know which one she'll end up with at one point. Where I think the manga you were guessing up closer to the end. But I also could have been misinterpreting things. I've only read it through once, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and I need to finish up the uh, teen romantic comedy snafu climax mm-hmm. because I couldn't stand doing week to week. I wanted the emotional <laughs> buildup to binge, so I got to finish that up now. Okay. But yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a show I've always been wanting to check out, but the long title. Uh, I'm kind of biased towards long titles. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, well, it's a pain to search up on the app. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Trying to yeah. use your remote to type. Oh, man. I didn't want to put an essay down. <laughs> just put Snafu. It'll bring it up. There you go. There's the problem. There. Yep. But, but um, one thing, since you're uh, 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 not wanting to go for long titles, um, I will say that even though it has comedy in the title, it is not a comedy. It is very serious. It's got very deep characters that, that have personal <clears throat> internal struggles, and they're trying to find a way to coexist without hurting each other. It's really emotional. It's really good. And I, I, I love the main guy because he's also very cynical. But he knows he's being cynical. So he just embraces his own cynicism. It's great. I love it. How about our current fall uh, watches? Anybody trying anything new? Yeah. It's October, so I'm looking for something that's spooky. <laughs> and I heard Higurashi... Is K came out with a new season? Oh probably. yeah, or like a new series, a reboot? It's not really uh, clear. It it is something that is of the universe. That is all I know. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually decided to since Funimation hooked us up with uh, free free Funimation Plus accounts. We, I got uh, I checked out the first two episodes of the show, having never watched anything Higurashi related, uh, uh-huh. and it was pretty good. I was I guess I was expecting more scares. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more like right now. It's more like slice of slight life stuff, which is actually surprisingly good. Um, usually, <laughs> I mean, it's a, usually when there's like one guy in a club and the rest are girls. Yeah. Like in anime, it's usually the guy said something. All the girls, for some reason, Woo! get embarrassed or yeah. like, mm-hmm. but here there's like there's like actual back and forth. Like they banter, they argue, they have like conflict. Oh. It's. <laughs> It's actually really, it's actually enjoyable to watch, which I wasn't, <laughs> I, oh man, that, that's, that sounded far too negative now. <laughs> but it's like, it's not what I was, t- I, I would expect from a situation like that in anime. 
-hmm. But there's like, there's short little moments of like either like ominous tone or really like Mm -hmm. spooky tones. Mm -hmm. Like some of the best parts of the episodes are like in these split second moments where like the main guy is like, oh, what happened down in what was supposed to be the dance site? And then there's this quick cut to a close up to a super detailed close up of the like the girls' mouths, and then it's like nothing. <laughs> and it's like it's just only for a split second, but it's like whoa. Yeah. They really like whatever scariness or like horror stuff they have. It's it's really mostly kept close <clears throat> to its chest so far. And I want to see what is was going on. It's a nice little mis- It's like a nice little mystery show, mm-hmm. which. It'll get bloody eventually, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to see how how it uh, builds up to that. Yeah, I th- I, my impression of, of that series is that it's a lot more thriller with the tension going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Others? Oh, yeah, I've, I've actually, okay, so let's see, what other, <laughs> I've seen two other shows so far. Uh, there was this one called The Wandering Rip. Wandering, Wandering, Witch, Wandering Witch. Yeah, Alana, Elena. Yeah, Elena. Like I think Elena. Elena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got that confused as well. <laughs> we have the manga on the site, yeah. uh, and I've seen the cover. <laughs> yep, the manga novel are both there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, but I think it's like the one word I could describe it as is just it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like the backgrounds are like just absolutely wonderfully detailed and lush, mm-hmm. fully colored. Uh, then just to like the flex, they throw in like 3D butterflies that actually look really good, Ooh. really good. Which is like you know, it's like oh, 3D in anime. Yes, it's good. Don't worry. Nice. <laughs> they might finally figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, like this, I think going forward, it's supposed to be more like a Kino's Journey uh, and Shishi yeah. mm-hmm. kind of show mm-hmm. where Alania, Elena, Elena, the witch, the witch. <laughs> wanders around I guess from place to place and has many stories mm. but the first episode was mostly focusing on her origin story and to how she became a witch oh. mm. which is so you get to learn about her and her basically her, her mentor witch and it, and it produces a really nice and beautiful story that goes along with it uh, you really feel for the characters by the end and like mm-hmm. Like when you when there's struggles through having to basically learn stuff from each other, and I'm excited to see what situations she can she can find herself in. Because I actually read the manga, I read the first volume of the manga for a review, and I thought it was good, but I didn't feel like a lot of the situations or characters in the story were fleshed out. But that was not a problem that I had with this first episode at all. So I'm expecting to see see. The stories that I felt like could be good actually fully realized in the show. Nice. Very cool. Nice. Well, one that I've been watching and just recently arrived on Netflix was a is a great pretender. This one's really cool. It's got a cool pedigree. It's from a Wit Studio, the studio that's done a Attack on Titan and Vinland Saga, but it is a lot less intense than that. Uh, the show revolves <laughs> around Makoto Edamura, who is a, a scam artist in Japan, who ends up getting caught in another scam artist scheme and ends up joining their team as they go around the world scamming people and it has very much sort of a cowboy bebop vibe to it where it's just like a team of scoundrels trying to get by but it's much more like story heavy as they do each story in about like five episode blocks 
And so it's all built around like a certain scheme. And so it's like watching a heist movie. You get to see the planning, you get to see watch stuff unfold. You get to find out like how their targets are reacting, whether they're buying into the scheme or not. And it's just done really beautifully. Um, it's the backgrounds just are very vibrant. They look like watercolor paintings almost. And it's just got a lot of style, a lot of fun. And they grab the Freddie Mercury cover of the old doo-wop song, Great Pretender, as the closing theme, which <laughs> adds a lot of cool style to the end, too. So nice. it's been a lot of fun. I'm about two-thirds of the way through, and it sounds like we're going to get a second wave of episodes mm. in a couple of months from Netflix. So really excited for that one. Oh, I didn't realize that it was into different arcs, because speaking of anime I was playing on Vigine, mm-hmm. I may as well just go ahead and just watch the arcs and... Yep. Really yeah, it's really nice. You can like they're almost like movie length when you look at them, about like oh. four or five episodes. Oh, so, okay. okay, nice. That sounds sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I checked out some first episodes. Uh, the Jujutsu. Oh, I always say this wrong because it's got an extra syllable. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, it struck me as like a older version of Demon Slayer not set in the Meiji era but modern day mm-hmm. and the main guy is kind of nonchalant about the fact that he apparently just possesses this extra strength and talent to be to do physical things like running <laughs> just like lifting anything and uh, he gets himself caught up in a, I'm going to say, like a demon hunt of some sort, where there's an actual spiritualist chasing down uh, this item that his occult club has found <laughs> and uh, is going to examine, a.k.a. take off the seal. And uh, things escalate. He finds himself kind of morphed with this item. And... And that's the end of the episode when he's like, oh, you're the demon now. We have to kill you. So oh. it it's like I'm sure just based on what I know of regular anime, he's going to get uh, pulled into the fold and start chasing spirits himself. But mm-hmm. that first episode had some great battle scenes. It was very visual. Um, the characters seem pretty likable, even though you don't get to know their personalities that well in the first episode. But their interactions were realistic. I just really enjoyed it. I didn't expect to enjoy it yeah. as much as I did. Um, and then I also checked out the I'm Standing on a Million Lives first episode. And it's another isekai show, which, I mean, <laughs> we're all kind of getting a little too much isekai, but this one just seemed a little different for some reason to me. And I think what it is is that they're pulled into a like pseudo game world where there are gaming style rules. And as long as somebody in the party is still alive, you can be resurrected. And the guy's the third member to join this group, and he's like, oh, so I get resurrected, okay. And he just has at these goblins and gets killed and comes back to life and kills other things and comes back to life. And it's like, I feel like you're working the system. <laughs> um, but it, it's hinting near the end of the episode that he might be starting to do a little uh, Saga Tanya the Evil Crazy going on. And I really enjoyed that show because of its twisted uh, plotline and made me laugh, even though it is not supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to uh, Standing on a Million Lives just because I feel like that vibe could get installed in it. And apparently I have a twisted sense of humor at some point. Uh, yeah, so that one. And I, I did start watching the first episode of Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon Season 3? 
but I'm also reading the novels, so I'm getting a little overkilled, but I just want to mention that people are going to have a really good time with this arc. It's got a lot of world, not breaking, but it's like it's bending what you think you know. Mm-hmm. It's not breaking its own rules, but because you have certain assumptions beforehand because of everything else that we consume um, for fantasy shows, it's like bending those rules, and uh, there's some new characters that are coming up that are really cool, so look forward to all those episodes coming up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I forgot to mention is Akudama Drive. Oh, I, I saw a preview it, for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it, it's nuts. It is nuts. Well, just the just the preview yeah. episode. Yeah, it's like she just all Funimation showed on this clip was that this girl is like in the middle of this battle between like five or six people, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, and they're all like, oh. <laughs> And then yep. they're like, who the heck is this? And she's like, I was just chasing this cat. And then they were like, well, you're going to have to die now because you're here and we're having fun killing each other or whatever. So <laughs> I'll let you talk because yep. that clip is like WTF. Yeah, well, I mean, to put it, try to put it in a sentence, it's a competently made suicide squad with Blade Runner aesthetics. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I must watch now. So, yeah, so what's going on is that it's supposed to be set in like far future, far future Japan. Mm. And they're like these underground legendary thieves or like underground like criminals called like Akudama. Uh. And they basically just go around the city doing whatever they want until they get captured. And that and when they do get captured, they die via public guillotine <laughs> executions. Yeah, no, as I said, this this show is pretty nuts. Nuts so far. It looked like it had really good animation. Too. Oh yeah, the animation is, is for the first episode was is spectacular, Ooh. like especially like, like there's a huge there's like a big fight with like a giant robot robot near the end that's like really cool to watch and like just all the different like action sequences are also cool. Like there's a guy that drives a motorcycle. He's the courier, <laughs> like, and he gets around the city by driving his motorcycle and then using like. Basically, he's he's like Spider-Man with his motorcycle, where like his motorcycle has like these. I forget the actual term for it. He's like the Attack on Titan gear. Yeah, yeah, he's got oh, the, his motorbike is the Attack on Titan gear. And so, so he's got like grappling hooks and stuff. Yeah, or? he's got grappling hooks, so he could just swing around the cityscape like Spider-Man on a motorcycle. On a motorcycle, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. As well as being really insane, this show was actually pretty dumb. But in a good way. Oh, I love those. Like crazy where the episode ends and you're you're like, I must close my mouth now because what? Yeah, because at the end of the episode, when I said it was like Suicide Squad, somehow they all get like these, the guys on the main cast gets collars around Mm -hmm. their necks. And of course, you know, if they try to remove them, their head blows off. Of course. And then the black cat that's just been kind of walking around, walking around throughout the episode just kind of stands up as like, Hello. <laughs> and like a cyborg telepathic maybe voice. We don't know. Aww. So it's just kind of like, well, that was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Can they keep this up? I don't know, but it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Oh my. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then hopefully, like, I don't have a, I don't have like a Crunchyroll Pro account, so hopefully at some point I'll be able to get check out Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. I was actually looking forward to that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think Dragon Quest, I think that's also on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's one of those 
it's, for me, it was one of those anime where it's like, where it was like really popular in Japan, but never mm-hmm. made it stateside, and now yeah. they decided to remake it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I might as well check it out to see what all the what 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 to find out what made it so like such a fan favorite back in the day. Yeah, and I think it has a, a newer game that released maybe within this last year or so that yeah, kind there's of a recent elevated Dragon it again. Quest. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember which number. I'm going to be way off. Yeah, I know, right? Well, they, I, they I want to say like 13, right? but people are going to be like, no, it's 11. We're, we're oh, stupid. You mean, or, is it like, or is it like 11S Special Edition? Yeah. Or like, was it I, like 11 in Japan and it's only 8 yeah. here? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The new version for the Switch that includes three new dungeons or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I was looking up like information on the show... I didn't realize that it was based off of a manga and Shonen Jump, mm-hmm. and that the manga and Shonen Jump is one of the, their best-selling titles ever, huh. like in terms of like volume mm. sold. That's one of those like surprises to me. It's like, oh well, I just want to see what's so popular. It's got it. a good uh-huh. pedigree backing it up, so mm-hmm. yeah. worth a shot. Um, one that I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't mention from this new season, Yasha Ime. There's oh, so yeah. much oh, hype yeah. behind this one right now. If you don't know, this is the sort of sequel series to Inuyasha going on in the same world. It looks like it revolves around a uh, couple of uh, siblings in the feudal era of Japan that Inuyasha took place that get separated. One ends up in the future and pretty much gets adopted by Kagome's brother and then goes back oh, God. and they don't remember each other and they get involved in sort of demon shenanigans again, oh. so... Huh. I might be way off on that, but I think that's what I remember from the summary. But... Huh. Um, it looks like it's, it, it has a lot of that classic uh, Rubico art style mm-hmm. that made the original show such a standout. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm nostalgic for all that stuff from that sort of Adult Swim mm-hmm. tsunami era. We like By the time this will come out, we'll have just wrapped up uh, our Midnight Run sale, which was inspired by that. And I put that sale together just being like, oh man, I miss that stuff. And so I want to be sure <laughs> there's some Inuyasha representation in there. Yeah. And so that, I think, is one that will at least be worth checking out. So Yeah, and, and Burn the Witch is another one that's oh, yeah. a lot of names because it's the same... Bleach is involved somehow. No, it's the same creator. I think it's supposed to be the same universe. Like, I think the Soul Society is somehow involved. Okay. Really? Because huh. I know that what little bit I've read about it is that the, the witches themselves are able to traverse into another dimension of London, but it's still London... Yeah. So it's kind of like Harry Potter can wander around in London, but not actually be in London. Yeah, like it's called of... Reverse London. Like of that's course. just the name of the city. Because they can't use under under London. <laughs> that's because under London exists. London. <laughs> London. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> we, we should be writers dumb on the show. Us. What can I say? <laughs> And then another one that was a little more casual that um, I saw that caught my interest. That is The Bottleneck. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just a simple, uh, short uh, comedy series about people working at a convenience store. And as somebody that used to work in retail, somebody who was a big fan of uh, Skullface bookseller Honda-san, I feel like that's going to be like right in the same wheelhouse of just like silly art, surreal storytelling, and just goofball times just yeah. that's that's kind of my sweet spot i was just like let's just watch something dumb something you can relate to exactly so <laughs> nice i'm excited for that one as well nice <laughs> yeah the only other one on my radar right now is moriarty the patriot which is uh, streaming on funny and i just finished reading the first volume of the manga for a review as well and 
You don't really need to know much about Sherlock Holmes because this is a original origin story that the authors have come up with for Moriarty because apparently he doesn't have too much of a background story in the actual Sherlock Holmes. He's just there to thwart Sherlock. Mm. So it it's one of those stories where you already know the main character is twisted. It's just how does he get so twisted? <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll just say that it's a lot of reverse mystery as in instead of, hey, you show up at the scene of the crime and try and figure out who done it, why they did it, and how. Uh, you know the said person. You're, you're in this scene. You're going to die, dude. You're just going to die. But how is Moriarty going to get you and not get caught? <laughs> so you get to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to do it based on their actions within the story, um, what kind of stuff they're telling the, the victim. Um, they're very manipulative, which is it's a brain teaser. So I, I enjoyed the first volume So when I found out that there's an anime because, you know, this season is full. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't know there was an anime until like a week and a half ago. When I signed wow. up for it, I didn't know there was an anime for it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the anime because now I'll get to see what happens beyond volume one because I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think, does that, that cover everybody's what they're looking for for fall? Does anybody have another's? One more. Another one. See, one it's a full more. season. Well, has got one thing, one it's called Taiso Samurai. Oh, it's yeah. another sports anime. This time it's about gymnastics hmm. and about more like an older j- Japanese gymnast who still wants to succeed and it has somehow. I don't know the actual real plot specifics because they're trying to mostly keep it under wraps. Yeah, and one of our coworkers was telling me about this earlier. She said that it has to deal with something with the Olympics too. Pro- I mean, maybe. it's a, it was, yeah. working towards that goal. Yeah, maybe. probably. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it sounded yeah. interesting. Yeah, it sounded interesting. Oh. It's by the same guys who did uh, Zombieland Saga, like the same like directors and stuff. So, okay. well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, a sports drama. Is definitely different from their uh, other other work, yeah. but considering how different their other work usually is, mm-hmm. I'm excited <laughs> to see how they tackle tackle subject matter like this. And of course, it's, it's by Mappa, so hopefully the animation's great. Mm. Mm. Uh, news, news thing. Oh, news. News? There's news? news? We have news. We have news. Woo. <laughs> Who will tell us the news? <laughs> Chris, you're on. Yeah, I did grab a few little news items we can cover before we wrap things up. <laughs> um, the first thing, that, that big news that broke this Sunday, uh, G-Kids ended up acquiring the rights to Neon Genesis Evangelion. It is finally returning to physical media for the first time in over 15 years. They've got the rights for Blu-ray and digital download. Uh, they're going to be doing the full TV series, uh, Death True 2, the uh, recap movie, and the end of Evangelion. So they've got all of that covered. Uh, no word yet on what they're going to be bringing us audio-wise, though, because the two big questions there are, first off, what are the, the, the verbal tracks going to be like? Or is it just going to be like the Netflix audio in the Japanese, or are we going to be able to get the ADV dub that a lot of people are more nostalgic for. Shinji just get in the robot! <laughs> <laughs> and then people are wondering if maybe they'll take the time and actually get the license for Fly Me to the Moon for all the closing music because as somebody who watched it the first time around, that's such a big part of it. Like, that one episode where Shinji's just giving a terrified scream and then just snaps right into Fly Me to the Moon. <laughs> it's just such... Like, just a car wreck of a transition that it hits you emotionally. Mm. And to have that just generic music in its place in the new version just mm. doesn't quite get there. 
So a lot of people, I think, are going to be hopefully, like, hoping G-Kids puts the effort to actually get yeah. that over the hump. Um, today, some exciting news dropped. Uh, the teaser video for Dr. Stone Season 2 dropped. Yeah, I'm getting excited for that. It's the culmination <laughs> of the battle they've been building up all throughout Season 1 mm-hmm. of Senku's Kingdom of Science, getting ready to use their knowledge against big old Sukasa and his army of guys that hit hard. <laughs> so that, that's scheduled to drop in January, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, some other news, Netflix uh, getting more anime and not just quote-unquote anime like they do where it's just like, here's an American animated show, but it's anime because it's for people older than 13. <laughs> it's a terrible categorization, yep. Netflix. No kidding. But uh, they're, they're getting more Godzilla anime. Uh, this yes. one is coming from Bones. And Orange. Yep. Uh, it's a good uh, sort of pedigree for this one. It's a mix of hand-drawn and CG styles coming to the series. And the character designs are coming from Kazuo Kato, who you might recognize as the creator of Blue Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty cool touch. That will also be arriving sometime next year. Yeah. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on, we got some manga news. The Harvey Awards, which are a big North American comic award given out mm-hmm. by uh, professionals in the industry over the year compared to the Eisners which are just the industry themselves uh, Witch Hat Atelier win, won the uh, Harvey Award for Best Manga it's only the third time they've given the award out uh, last year they were also in the running but they got beat out by My Hero Academia so that is going to have a lot of press behind it too yeah. Yeah. And, and the manga series is very well done it's mm-hmm. very beautiful I believe you, you read yeah, one of them yeah. too right? I, I reviewed it and then mm-hmm. like, I didn't like it I didn't like it too much initially but then I went back and like read it mm-hmm. and I was like what what the heck was I thinking when I wrote that? <laughs> like it's a gorgeous it's a gorgeous yeah. gorgeous mm-hmm. manga and the character and at least sort of volume the first volume the character art that the main character goes through mm-hmm. is actually really well done and like the climax the climax in that floating bubble yeah. world is stupendous and and the thing i really enjoyed about it is that it has its own take on magic something mm-hmm. that i've never seen before and if i say what it is it's going to ruin part of the suspense of the, of the manga so i won't but i really really appreciated the ingenuity that had to go into building that magic and how it's used in the world so yeah it, it definitely deserves that award Excellent. Well, that's all I got for news. So, I believe that that wraps up our, our return to the podcast after how how many months? Let's like, not count. Yeah, too many. <laughs> too many. We we've missed our audience. I've I've missed doing this. It's yeah, yeah. And we're making sure to do it safely. Yeah. We're all rocking our masks. So if we sound a little bit muffled, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you've been complaining for the last hour, going, I can't understand them. Get better mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are we are currently masked up and uh, practicing good social distancing safety precautions mm-hmm. because pandemic is still happening. Yeah. yeah. Stay safe out there, everybody. Please. Yep. Yep. And if you have any uh, questions, comments, ideas for features that we yeah, should do in the yeah. future, see that, uh, you can email us at rspodcast at rightstuff.com. And hopefully that was understood through said mask. We're planning on returning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure maybe right. going back to our uh, every two weeks, our fortnightly schedule. Yep. Fortnightly schedule. Yes, yes. So, so we'll uh, wrap up here and see you guys next time. Yeah, see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. We'd love to hear from you. 
Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at brightstuff.com and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast at brightstuff.com.